Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. Right now we're good. We're going out there ready to hoop. Um, and I think the biggest thing, you know, that, that kind of sucked was that it took away from the guys on the team. It took away what the guys on the team were trying to do. And I, I really wish that, you know, as going forward, you know, I think that'll be really the primary focus is just us gelling as a team. Because obviously, Rudy and I had COVID and whatever happened, happened. But, you know, now we're ready to hoop and focus on the team as a, as a whole, you know, because we're t- not really trying to keep taking attention away from what everybody's got going on. Obviously, we got Boyan out, so we have some guys that are really looking good and and ready to step up and uh, that's what we're really excited about that's donovan mitchell saying he and rudy are good in parentheses worry about something else jazz fans pk you and i have lived here long enough to know jazz fans are going to continue to worry about that they're going to want to see how they play together on the court and the best deodorant of all is winning baby but we can't get that till july 30 so that means we got to solid dose of three and a half weeks of worrying before we get to the games and try to figure all this out. Well, then you go ahead and worry all you want because I'm not going to. I think the only deodorant in professional sports is about winning and that's the ultimate goal and that's going to take care of everything. The question remains is how much are uh, Rudy Gobert and Mitchell going to be able to get along on the floor? I don't really care about off the floor stuff. I thought that was overrated, unsalvageable. I thought it was stupid. Here, is Gobert going to be able to have some effect in this offensively that he demands more opportunities. You know, it's up to him. What can he do when he gets the ball? How good is he offensively? And then I think if he's good enough, guys won't be as reluctant. Not saying that they are, but they won't be as reluctant, even if they're only reluctant to a degree, to get him the ball. So I think it's on Gobert to expand his offensive game. You know, there's always the uh, the run plays for you stuff, but also you have a chance to go get an offensive rebound and get a put back or get fouled and get to the free throw line yourself. Gobert averages about three and a half offensive rebounds a game. And there's nothing that says you can go get another one or two and get yourself some points right there. Uh, to reset your memory, Gobert was averaging 15 points and almost 14 rebounds a game. So it's not like he wasn't a part of the offense, but there's always a bigger role. And how much of that do you, you know, do you make for yourself? And in Gobert's case too, you know, how well do you shoot uh, at the free throw line? He's at 62 percent, which is you know, higher than he has been. But in the NBA, you really want to be at 70 percent. So make a few more free throws that'll up your scoring average too. So some of that stuff is on you and doesn't have anything to do with the team. You know, it's uh, the offensive rebounds are on you, the the free throws are on you. And then yeah. the, the other stuff, well, uh, it's what you say. I don't know. I, mean, I think he can get 10 offensive rebounds, and if he's not involved in the offense, he's still going to complain. I don't think that the answer is more offensive rebounds for him. From his perspective, he's not looking at that. He's looking to be involved in the offense. Not He, he can get as many offensive rebounds as he wants, and if he's still being excluded in the offense, it's still going to be a problem for him. Ten offensive rebounds a game, man. They'd be writing songs about you at that number. That'd be awesome. 
The Milwaukee Bucks, the Sacramento Kings, both shut down the practice facilities yesterday, joining the Nuggets, the Heat, the Clippers, and the Nets. And PK, uh, I know there are people out there who will say, oh, should the NBA restart and should they go to Florida? But it's always versus what's going on in your home market. And obviously, for a lot of these guys, it would be a problem staying in their home market. That's why they're closing down all these practice facilities. True. Lionel Hollins, Lakers assistant coach, will not travel to Orlando. He's going to remain in California due to underlying medical conditions. He'll work with the team remotely. Uh, the Jazz get on the plane and head to Orlando tomorrow, their scheduled departure date. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Dan Snyder was defiant. Uh, he said he, was, he would never change it well. He wasn't threatened by sponsors for them to pull out. So the, when Fred Smith, the chairman of FedEx, who, by the way, his, his company uh, has his has a sponsorship for the stadium, um, when, they, when they threaten to pull out, um, you, you know, you're going to have to do something. That's Adam Kaplan from SiriusXM talking about the Washington Redskins, Daniel Snyder's position, he would never change the nickname. But now, not only are business partners upset, as you just heard there, Frederick Smith with uh, FedEx, he's a minority owner. Three minority owners uh, who own 40% of the team have hired an investment firm to explore their options, to sell their not happy being a partner with Daniel Snyder. I don't know how having that out there helps you find other minority partners. I guess this is the NFL and people want to, they want in on some level. So it's like, well, you're not happy, but I'll probably be happy. I bet you won't be, but what the heck. Yeah, I'm Give not interested in that. I don't care about that. It's, it's the same thing with the NBA in China. You know, Adam Silver last week was quoted as saying, you know, they want to have mutual respect. But what are you respecting about it? What The thing that you're respecting about it is they're giving you millions and billions of dollars. And so here, if it means millions and billions of dollars, they'll change the name. Speaking of millions of dollars, there are the preseason games. Owners are already talking about taking four down to two, but the NFL Players Association, a source there said Friday, the union's board of player reps had voted to recommend scrapping all the preseason games. Unclear whether the NFL will do that or not. I guess we'll have to wait to see that play out. Will you miss preseason football, PK? I think they can pick rosters off of uh, scrimmages. Oh, I don't care what they do. They can do whatever they want. DJ and PK. Utah State suspending a football player for inappropriate racial comments. Uh, Some of you may have seen them out there on social media last night. John Hartwell, Gary Anderson releasing a statement. We've been made aware of inappropriate racial comments made by a current student-athlete on our football team. This will not be tolerated. We've suspended the individual immediately. Pending an investigation, we'll take appropriate action. Who's the player? I think it's an offensive lineman from from Harriman, Ty Smith. Ty Shaw. Ty Shaw, sorry. Mm -hmm. Ty Shaw, sorry. A humble and remorseful Mike Gundy has agreed to take a $1 million pay cut and amend his contract after a two-week review of the football program. AD Mike Holder announced Friday in addition to the pay cut. Holder said Gundy's contract was shortened from five years to four years. His buyout was cut from $5 million to $4 million. His guarantee dropped from 75% to 50%. So, will a humble and remorseful Mike Gundy be any different? I'm a man, I'm 40, is more than a decade in the rearview mirror, PK. It's kind of... 
what you see is what you get at this point, isn't it? I, I really don't know because I don't know what's involved. You know, what what does he need to change specifically? Oklahoma coach Lincoln Riley said Friday he's hopeful for a fall season. He says spring football is very doable. I think the people say it's not an option, in my opinion. Just don't want to think about it. I just think it would be wrong for any of us to take any potential option off the table right now. Elsewhere in the Big 12, Kansas has suspended voluntary workouts for football on Friday after an increase of positive coronavirus tests within the program. 12 football players, 16 players are student-athletes out of 162, so about 10% positive. A little closer to home, PK, you've been... I know you've been in communication with people about other stories. Have they given you any hint how they're feeling about the season here? Uh, no, not nothing relative to any f- sorts of change, any more so than the plan is to proceed, but recognizing that it very well could not have time. It could not happen at all. It could happen in the spring. I mean, it's a very fluid situation. So everyone is just seeing, going to see what happens. There's no definitive, hardcore, black and white answers right now. We are now inside of two months to the season opener. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. You know, I've been thinking about it and actually thinking about it before we put out that statement. I know in the past when I've been asked about whether it's our name or, or the Chief Wahoo, I think I would usually answer and say, I know that we're never trying to be disrespectful. And I still feel that way. But I don't think that's a good enough answer today. I think it's time to move forward. That's Terry Francona right there talking about uh, Cleveland Indians changing their name. A statement went out uh, a couple days before Francona's comments from the club saying they're committed to engaging our community and appropriate stakeholders to determine the best path forward with regard to our team name. So it sounds like that's changing, PK. Nominations will be accepted. Send them on in. The baseball video of the weekend... uh, Masahiro Tanaka taking a line drive off the head of the bat of Giancarlo Stanton on Friday as they were taking BP at Yankee Stadium. And PK, the immediate question, what about a screen? I think you've pitched BP, not to major leaguers, but you've pitched BP. Uh, That screen's pretty helpful. The ball can come back at you pretty quick, and he didn't have one. Yeah, I've always thought that at some point somebody's going to die or receive major, major, major damage on a line drive back to the bat, uh, to the pitcher. Yeah, I mean, obviously you wouldn't have a screen during the game, but, you know, you look at uh, softball for at least collegiate women, they wear face masks and uh, things along those lines. So this doesn't surprise me at all. It actually, it surprises me that there's not more. I mean, these guys, is, is Stanton, he's a freaking mountain man. Yeah, you know what I mean? He is. I mean, he's he massive. Is huge. Yeah, he's a massive And guy. so you can only imagine, I, I was down in Arizona uh, covering a uh, must have been uh, it, I think it was a Utah ASU game and uh, they played on a Thursday and we went to the ball game or maybe they played uh, Saturday and we went Friday anyway uh, Stanton was there for uh, Miami at the time and he had a home run that I swear it was like a second and a half that it literally got out of the stadium it was a line drive and just boom I mean it couldn't have been hit harder so you can only imagine 
what would be that close. You know, you're less than 60 feet, 6 inches at that point because the pitcher's gone through his windup and his motion, so he's even closer to the plate. And plus, the batter is hitting the ball out in front of the plate a little bit most of the times. So, yeah, that is scary. So why not, aside from tradition, aside from, you know, macho toughness, why not a helmet and a face mask? Because your point, if you're just playing the odds at some point, I don't know if that point's a year out or 10 years out or 20 years out or, you know, pick a number, but at some point, and when you see the ball come off the bat, like, and, and players are getting bigger, they're getting stronger, they're, they're hitting more home runs. Someone's just going to hit one on the button right back at the guy, so why not make the change now? Why wait until after some hideous tragedy? I don't know. I've been advocating that for years. DJ and PK. I hope he respects, you know, my privacy as much as we're out here performing. I think it's necessary that uh, we have our times of privacy as well when things aren't going our, our way. I mean, we're in the spotlight, and uh, if somebody else is in the spotlight, they, they wouldn't want that either. You know, it's just something about respect. I think that's, that's necessary on that end. So for me, I feel like it's one of those things that, you know, we had a conversation. And it was all good after that. That's Bryson DeChambeau talking about an issue with a uh, cameraman uh, earlier in the tournament. He ended up winning the Rocket Mortgage Mortgage Classic. Eight birdies on Sunday. He wins by three shots. But uh, you have an issue uh, getting out of a trap and you're furious. It doesn't matter if you're throwing a club or you're saying something or both. And he was upset, but PK, it's out there in front of the world. How are you not going to see that? Well, yeah, if I'm Bill Buckner, man, I am so pissed. They showed that ground ball go through my legs. Uh, Fill in the blank. Uh, Marcus Williams, he made that bad play a couple years back in the playoffs. I don't even remember who they were playing for the Saints. And the kid scored a touchdown uh, in an improbable situation. How dare you show that stuff? Uh, at free throw line, guys missing, and you shoot, miss a dunk or what have you. Hey, come on, where does this end? Sixth career victory for DeChambeau. Does it bug you how far he is hitting the ball? I mean, a 300-yard drive, he must have hit a 3 He averaged then. 350. Yeah, it's 350, yeah. And, and he hit an 8-iron, 200 yards? 208. Does it bug me? Overpowering courses. Uh, you know, I, when you're on the green, there's no such thing as overpowering. So, yeah, it, to get there... I suppose, but you still, that's the thing about golf. If you're going to win a tournament or win a major and be one of the better players, you have to have a complete game, the game of golf. I mean, you can get by in other sports where you don't have, we just talk about Rudy Gobert and his offense, you may be lacking or 62% is free throws, but yet he's an all-star. You know, in golf, you're not going to be an all-star if unless you can be effective on all aspects when you're sitting 80 yards out i mean there's no such thing as overpowering the golf ball Uh, so what what do you do from that point now to get to there sure it's easier but you know you wonder how long it can last because i mean he takes a swing that really rivals like those long ball competitions long drive competitions it doesn't seem like it's a natural swing that you would use in the course of a tournament you know you look at some guys along the way. You know, I just thought Fred Couples and Ernie Els, their swings were so smooth. Well, you look at DeChambeau, his swing isn't smooth. <laughs> it's just as violent as can be. And so how long can that last? The back will have to give out at some point. Yeah, it doesn't look like, man, that the 
body is made for that type of violence because you're right in using the word overpower. Just has Tiger Woods. I mean, it looks like it's a collision every time he takes a swing. And you look at some of these guys along the way. I just picked two guys that came to my mind. Uh, really, when you look at Dustin Johnson, it doesn't even look like he's... Dustin Johnson's known as being super long. doesn't look like he swings as violently as DeChambeau does. Man, it, it is really... He looks like a wrestler in the ring or something. Well, he gets the victory, his sixth career tour win, and wins pretty easily. Uh, on the Corn Ferry Tour, former BYU golfer Patrick Fishburne tied for 35th at 500. Daniel summarized Mike Weir missed the cut at that event in Colorado. All right, DJ and PK. Still to come on the show this morning, that is What is Trending. And What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Still to come, Jason Whitlock, columnist for OutKick.com, is going to join us at 8 o'clock. Steve Cleveland, DJ and PK's basketball insider at 9 o'clock. Stay with us. Coming up next, Rudy Gobert says he plans on winning a championship at the Jazz. How fired up does that make you hearing that? We'll get to that next. Stay with us.